Hi, my name's Rick Vaness. I'm a Vistage Chair in the Washington, Baltimore area. I want to welcome you to a video interview with one of my Vistage members, Glynis Harvey, uh, CEO of the American Institute for Ultrasound and Medicine. Welcome, Glynis. Thank you, Rick. It's a pleasure to be here today. Yeah, good to see you again. So, um, Glynis, as I recall, you've been with AIUM for over 30 years. Um, Tell us a bit about it. How, how is it you came to AIUM? What are the various roles you've had over that time? And, and uh, how long have you been CEO? Yeah, thanks, Rick. I, I've been with the AIUM since 1990. Okay. Uh, I started uh, as uh, the very bottom of the organization in a new position that the board had approved as an administrative assistant. Wow. Uh, I came on board, and the day I started, um, I reported to the what was then the executive secretary position. And uh, the executive director called me into his office and started to talk to me. And I said, this feels like an interview. And he said, well, our executive secretary is, has just put in her notice. Wow. And I'd like you to step into that role. Wow. And so very excited. I had never, I didn't, I was not familiar with the association space at the time. Um, and had a, a large learning curve ahead of me. Uh, but I went right into that role, and uh, starting with the spring of 2021, I've been in the board uh, suite and been writing the minutes for the organization, the history of the organization for, for all that time. Wow. Um, so it's been a really exciting journey. I started there, and uh, then uh, computers started to, to really take uh, have an impact in the association space. And yep. Yep. my husband, who was in the computer space, uh, said, said, you really need to get a website. And so this was like 1993, 1994. And so he helped me program in K-Shell and we got AIUM.org up and running wow. long before most corporate entities had a, had a website. Uh, so managed the website and then somehow found myself with the director of IT hat on and on top of my secretary, executive secretary skills. Um, and then our publications um, director left and I took on that responsibility as well. Uh, and so over the years, as I've seen opportunity within the organization, um, I've stepped up and I have never been disappointed. Uh, it's been an incredible journey. Um, back in 2012, I was named the deputy CEO. And uh, then when our CEO of uh, 19 years at that point in time uh, retired, I took on the helm. Uh, so that would be January of 2017. Um, so it's been six, seven years. It's my seventh year as the CEO. And uh, it's just a wonderful organization, and there's so much potential um, serving our members, serving our community. Uh, the AIUM is the place for anyone who has anything to do with ultrasound. Um, uh, so doctors, sonographers, uh, scientists, engineers, um, if you have a passion for ultrasound, the AIUM is your home to develop guidelines and collaborate on best practices and bring the the practice of ultrasound uh, into the, the next generation. Can you, uh, a little bit more in terms of the size of AIUM and what are your, what are the one or two key things you're doing each year? So the AIUM is uh, about uh, 8,000 members, wow. about 40,000 customers. Wow. Uh, so so a, a nice niche market. Um, we uh, put on an annual meeting each year. This year, we rebranded our annual meeting to be UltraCon. Uh, so really changed up the way we gather. And as we come out of COVID thinking about 
making sure that we're gathering with purpose every time that we convene our, our audiences. Yeah. We also have a, a journal, a monthly peer reviewed journal um, and webinars, lots of educational activities. We put together guidelines, uh, training guidelines and performance guidelines for practicing ultrasound. Uh, and then work at the next generation of ultrasound. So artificial intelligence as that's coming online, working with our engineers and um, uh, startups, et cetera, to uh, bring their their equipment to fruition. Wow, well, that's awesome. That's great. So um, share with our audience here, what what brought you to Vistage? Why, why, why join Vistage? So there's a lot of uh, there are a lot of resources in the association space for uh, collaboration, for learning, uh, for sharing, uh, but that it's it's limited to uh, nonprofits. And as we think, as we move through the 2020s and into 2030, nonprofits really need to start thinking more like for profits. Uh, so I've spent the last few years uh, focusing on the for for profit space to uh, you know, learn from, from uh, what we can in, in that area. And so Vistage is a really nice inter intersection of that. It allows me to have interactive opportunities with peers that are in many different spheres. Uh, and you know, it's, it's kind of a, somewhat of a parallel to AIUM. And that, as I said, we bring together scientists, engineers, doctors, sonographers, and, and that it's that confluence, those intersections that really make a difference in how we move forward. And Vistage provides me with that same um, foresight that I get when um, bringing these different groups together. So as you think, let's say you've been, it's two, we're coming up on two years now as a, as a group. That's right. Yeah. Um, as you think about over those past two years, what have been a couple examples of the impact that Vistage or one of our speakers or so conversations we've had in the in the in the room uh, that's had an impact on you as a leader or on AIUM as an entity as a business? Well, that's hard to distill down because I think every time we get together, I bring something very valuable back to my organization. Um, one, one example that uh, was super helpful for us was in preparing for UltraCon. Uh, at the same time, in January timeframe, we had a guest speaker on the Great Game of Business. Right. Uh, and so I was able to apply yeah. Great Game of Business to our 10 weeks, uh, marching 10 weeks forward into UltraCon with the, the staff team. And so we got into a cadence meeting weekly. We had goals. Uh, we achieved our, our goals on some weeks, we didn't on other weeks, but it allowed the entire team to focus in on what truly mattered. Um, so that was a wonderful takeaway. Um, I've also been able to use some of the Vistage resources to be able to uh, bring together uh, leadership workshops and facilitators for those workshops. So just having access to individuals uh, that can help me grow my business has been super helpful. Great. How about you as a leader? So, you know, so often we talk about Vistage and um, as you know, I like to talk about grounded toward growth and um, um, and it's, it starts with the business growth and evolves to organizational evolution and growth and then personal, uh, personal growth and leadership growth. Is there uh, an example of, um, of, of how you've changed or grown or adapted some of what you've picked up um, in, in your own leadership? I think that, that, you know, as I said, 
every week uh, there are wonderful, every every month we get together, there are wonderful takeaways from, from right. Vistage that I try to apply. Uh, I did the, the Leadership 360 last year, uh, and that was wonderful and, and, and grounding as we ground towards growth, you know, and kind of understanding where my strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah. Um, and and just always being mindful. And, and Rick, you and I talk quite often about uh, your yeah. your view from the balcony and, and trying to kind of be there uh, in the moment and, and watch yourself and look for opportunities to improve. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Thanks for sharing that. Um, you touched on one of the advantages to uh, Vistage is that you're you're with the for-profits, um, that it's not just a group of nonprofit CEOs. So it gives you a, a diversity and breadth of thinking. Um, is there an example of where um, um, a for-profit perspective was different than a nonprofit perspective? I, I think all the time I see that. Uh, you know, in the nonprofit space, we're focused on mission. And so I find it interesting when we come together in the, the meetings that we do have where it's it's find your purpose, find your why. That's somewhat baked in. So that comes very naturally uh, to those of us in the, the nonprofit space. Yeah. Uh, but but being mindful of the financials, uh, we had our, our last meeting on, on cash flow was one of the, the aspects of it. And, and that's not an area that associations pay much attention to. We spend a lot of time living in a, um, a, a world where we're, we're deferring income, whether it be subscription based from our, our dues, et cetera. So we're really not looking at cash flow. And yeah. I, that's a, a key component to uh, you know, making sure that we're, we're being mindful of our store. Oh, last last week, our meeting last week yeah. would be a great example of those uh, key financial instruments, statements, right. and what what they mean. Yeah, great. Thank you. Um, so the other thing that all of my folks wrestle with is time, right? Time's the most precious commodity of of all. Um, how how is it you manage the time commitment? to be at meetings, to have our one-to-ones. How do you deal with the time commitment necessary? I will say at first I did struggle in in prioritizing, but once I started coming to the meetings, once I started having my one-to-ones, I realized that the value of that was so much greater than the the time that I'm spending in the business. It helps me, forces me to spend time on the business. Yeah. And so I actually look at that in a, a very positive light. So every month it's it's a break and it, yeah. it puts me in that space that I need to be and <laughs> reminds me of, of how I need to be thinking. And so trying to use that as my my lever to kind of, you know, bring everything else into that space rather than trying to carve out a little bit of the time to, to devote to this area. And uh, you, you said it so well. Uh, you know, what I find is if, and others have said, other members have said, if they look at this day, not as a work day, but not as a vacation day either, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a, a set aside day to be thinking strategically about working on the business, not in the business. And so take all those busy in the business things and leave them for another day and really block this time off. Um, it seems to be when people, and it's not just physical presence, it's mental presence that you can really be there mentally. Um, and I think too is is having that mindset where you know, looking at a, a, a meeting and interaction, you know, 
what what is it that that I can relate to versus waiting for something to relate to me? Right. I don't know if I'm articulating that well, but but bring myself to the conversation and, and to the the activity rather than saying, oh, this isn't mine until it is. It's mine unless it's not. Right, right, right. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, so, you know, the core of Vistage and really what started it off back 65 years ago is this whole idea of a member sharing an issue or opportunity with the group and getting input and feedback. Um, so could you um, talk about the process that we use around issue processing and what value you have received from from teeing something up with the group that we would then process? Absolutely. Uh, so the, the exercise that we go through is uh, the uh, individual is willing to, to bring a problem that they're facing forward to the, the team. Uh, they articulate what that problem is. Uh, they have an opportunity to um, be asked questions from the team uh, about different nuances associated with that challenge that they're facing. Uh, and then we go into some more problem-solving molds. Well, then, then at that point, we, we have the person restate their objective, uh, which is interesting that every single time it morphs into something very different than what the original statement was. And so that learning alone, I think, is important because it helps us think more critically about the problem that we're really trying to solve, because oftentimes we're looking at Band-Aid solutions or, and, and not the, the, the essence of the problem. So it's a great way to distill down what, what you're really you know, wrestling with. Uh, and then we go into to suggestions and problem solving from the rest of the team. And uh, I found it to be very helpful, not only when I've done issue processing for myself, but in the issue processing that others are going through, oftentimes, as, as I said, you can find parallels in your life to what they're they're challenged with, and you know, learning to think how different people think through, and provide the guidance uh, to a team member helps you with many different areas of of your own space. It's also very validating because it feels very alone when you're sitting in the seat, and to hear others have similar uh, you know challenges that are, are put before them. You know, there's a lot of camaraderie. Um, there's a lot of compassion and empathy uh, in in these in our group in particular. I don't know about the other groups, but I, I know Rick has done a fantastic job with you've done a fantastic job with our group and and bringing empathic people together to to challenge each other with care. And that's a unique situation out in the work world. Yeah. Well, thank. You. Well, I mean, which really. Um, uh, leads to my next question. Um, if, if you think about so the group you're a part of is our first group. I have a second CEO group as well. And, um, and we're only two years old, and yet I feel as though we're quite a group, um, very much uh, pretty cohesive. Um, uh, could you share what is your perception of the culture of our group? Like, you, you, you started to go down that path. So how would you describe the culture of our group? Um, and, and what are the personal relationships like? Why are the personal relationships important to, to, to what we do? Well, I think that your ability to um, be vulnerable is, is certainly an important aspect of the, the culture of the group. And I think that our group, everyone feels very safe. 
uh, feels very nurtured. You know, we, we care with, about each other, but we're not afraid to challenge each other too and, and to think differently. Uh, and that's a really healthy space to be in. Um, and, and it allows us to be more open and, and um, welcoming of, of suggestions, even though the, 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 the suggestions may not be something that you want to hear. Uh, it gets back to, you know, what do you need versus, you know, what do you want? And I think that the group is very attuned to the needs of each other versus the wants of each other. Well, and I think you all did a great job last week putting me in the hot spot and said, okay, it's your turn. And, um, and having me do it, you know, share an issue that I'm wrestling with in the group, it was a, a personal one as opposed to a business issue. And I just thought it was remarkable how the group took that on and, and was extraordinarily helpful and, and caring. So I, I really thank the group for that. Yeah. Um, so um, could you describe, uh, there are other organizations, other peer organizations, uh, and, and that's great. I mean, they, they, I'm glad to see any kind of a adv peer advisory group come together. Vistage is a bit different in that we have a chair, and essentially that's full-time for me. And in our case, I also have a retired chair um, who also works with me, um, Don, Don Cepeda. Um, could you talk a bit about the, the role of the chair and what you see as, as the value we're bringing um, and, um, and, and the impact that we're having on the group? Sure. So I, you know, I, I value our time together, Rick, on our one-to-ones on a monthly basis. Um, it gives me a, an outlet to be able to, uh, you know, express, uh, you know, frustrations and achievements and, um, you know, get a perspective that's outside of my space, uh, outside of the association space uh, that, that, you know, keeps me on, on my toes, keeps me accountable for things that I talked to you about the last month. And so there's that, there's that sounding board component of it. There's the, the um, uh, ownership component of our conversations. Uh, I think that, that then you have it in, uh, perspective on each of the members when we come together that maybe we not, might not have of each other. So it allows you an opportunity to be an excellent facilitator mm -hmm. and to bring things forward and, and you know, maybe show parallels uh, between different uh, individuals within the, the team uh, to really make the, help us be the best that we can be and use our time most effectively. Mm-hmm. Now, that's really, that's actually helpful feedback because it's probably something I do more than I realize I do. Uh, it's just kind of a natural thing that, oh, you know, you two need to connect. And I, I, so I do do a lot of that kind of connection um, uh, with members of within the group, with their other group, but also with our trusted advisors. So, um, yeah, no, thank you. That's good. That's good feedback. Um, one last, so my last question uh, Glynis, um, what advice would you have for someone uh, uh, who is consider considering joining Vistage and become a, becoming a member of the CEO group, CEO group, particularly um, a nonprofit CEO? Vistage is a commitment, and you want to make sure that you are putting into it enough to be able to get out of it. Yeah. 
and that if you put into it, you're going to get out of it, you're going to yield much more than than what you put in. So, you know, Vistage to me has been a wonderful opportunity to learn, to grow, to make friends, uh, to, to get great insight into the way other uh, organizations, other um, industries work. Uh, which then I can bring back to my team, my organization, my board leadership. Uh, I'm a, you know, as an association, I recognize the, the value of bringing like-minded people together to collaborate. And so Vistage is just an extension of, of that. So it's a, a bit of a natural uh, reach for, for me in the, the space that I live in. Uh, it It's validating it. It helps you with... Uh, making you feel that you're you're part of something much bigger and that you've got resources to solve some of the problems that that come upon you that without vistage you might spend more time than trying to figure out how to come to a solution and vistage oftentimes provides that that link to a a quicker and a better solution than you might have had uh being alone great wonderful well, I, I want to thank you. I, I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for being uh, one of our one of our founding members and uh, a real contributor to uh, to Vistage and a friend. So, so thank you. Thank you, Rick. Okay. <laughs>